from the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry products of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry products at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 277 250420 or plus 233 249 3361. Email us refismila at gmail.com. Visit our website Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. your battle, the battle of your marriage, the battle of your business, the battle of your finances, the battle of your sickness, the battle of your shame, the battle of your disgrace, the battle of your setback, the battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said she will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. I'm trying to take you on a journey briefly within this shortest time on uh, relationship issues, uh, which has quite been a very thorny issue in many people's lives, uh, both at homes and whatever. We tend to believe that our work is more important. Um, Buffing is more important. Pitching is more important. Uh, getting an investment is more important. But when it comes to marriage or relationship, we tend to play it down and think that as far as love is concerned, it's something you can just play with. Um, it's fun. We we are more, if somebody is investing his money, he's more serious about what he's investing into and he's more particular. Um, when somebody is selecting a job, the person is more particular about the way he's working and all that. In fact, we are more even particular about our health. But when it comes to marriage and relationship, sometimes we, whether we overlooked the challenge or whether we think um, it's something of an afterthought or something I can just jump on board um, or something I have to just have. So you have people who out of pressure will just accept anything because to them, one, either they are growing or they are tired of waiting. Um, so you have very funny excuses uh, by which people make decisions on relationship or marriage. However, we won't forget to think that marriage can make or make you. In fact, 
relationship and marriage is more dangerous than an acid being poured on you. Uh, and especially if you look at the generations of today, or people today, not only in Ghana, but all over the world, we, we tend to play with love. Proverbs says that which of you will carry fire in his bosom and it will not burn him? <laughs> and which of you will walk on coals of fire and you will not feel the heat? But we tend to think that relationship is like a, a child's play. You know when a, a child is playing with a toy? And, and that is what we, 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 we think love is. But love is very, very volatile. It's very, very explosive. It has killed a lot of people that you can think of. It has made many people mad that you can think of. It has made people more sick. And, and it has taken away the pleasure and the joy and the peace of many people all over the world. In fact, it has messed up seals. It has messed up presidents. It has messed up pastors, bishops. It has messed up a lot of people. And come to think of it, such a delicate thing like this, still people are not learning. We just jump into it and think, you look at the muscle of a man, and uh, especially with the young ones of today, very unfocused, very undirected, just look at the back hips of a woman and thinks that is a woman. We think having sex is all there is about marriage. So you see the tie of a lady and then you are salivating. And you think when you have the person in bed, that is the end of your sorrow and your troubles. And the ladies also look at the guys and they see their muscles and the cute, how the guy is cute, his haircut style. He just looked at him in his suit and his muscles and his bones are there. He looks at him and says, wow. And even whether he has taken foams and put it in front of him to look like his, they looked at it and said, wow, when I marry this one, I will enjoy. And so we are so crowded with irrelevant things about relationship. And sometimes it's quite dangerous. And you enter into all these things and you realize it's not like that. Forgetting that in the center of every relationship is your heart. Tell somebody it's your heart. <laughs> Tell the person it's your heart. Anything about your heart, you can't joke with. Anything about your heart, you can't play with. Is there Proverbs 16 says, Can a man take fire to his bosom and his clothes not bend? In other words, what do you <laughs> can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? In other words, immediately you think of love, you already have fire. Fire in your cloth. Depending upon how you handle it, it can burn you and leave a scar on you or it can leave you without a scar. And it's so subtle that when you are entering it, you will not know you are getting deeper. Is the issue about the heart when it comes to love is deceptive. That's somebody is deceptive. <laughs> you think you don't love the person, but you are lying. Because the heart gets hooked up when you are not even aware that it has hooked up. You only begin to feel it when something happens. And it's so dangerous. It's just like you have a very nice mango Okay, you can substitute with apple or whatever it is, but you have a nice fruit 
and you have insects entered and they've eaten up the fruits. Are you getting me? But outside of the fruit looks very nice. Hello? So you see the fruit and you like it. You only buy the fruit and then you cut the fruit to eat. Then you realize that there are maggots or whatever it is coming out of the fruit. You can no more eat the fruit, but you bought the fruit and that is how love can be. When it's eating your heart, the outside looks nice. But when the time comes, that is when you will know that the thing has eaten me deeper and there is nothing I can do about it. There are people today that even though they have remarried or they have moved on with their life, they still cannot forget what they've gone through as far as relationship is concerned. There are people today who were doing well at their workplace, but when relationship issues set in, they lost their jobs. They are fired. They missed out. Their career, their everything has grounded. There are people also who are not doing very well, but out of love and good love, they've also been motivated enough and encouraged and their best has come out and they are excelling all over the world or they are doing well. So it can be a positive or it can be a negative. So therefore, it's important that whenever you are going to step into that ocean called love, you need to be informed. Tell somebody you need to be informed. Tell the person you need to be informed. The most thing that is very ironic a lot of us will go and buy materials on financial investments or other things but will not spend any money to buy anything on marriage or relationship because we don't even think it's necessary for me to read anything on relationship but it is one of the most dangerous things but it is like you are taking care of your health or your medications you can either make it or not be able to make it. Ask those who have married. One year, two years, three years. When they were entering into it, they think it's love forevermore. Amen. Once I step into it, throughout the journey, it's excitement. How many of you are married here? Give me a wave. Is it excitement like you thought? Are you meeting realities? <laughs> Give me a wave. Are you meeting realities? Exactly. So there are realities in it. It's like a a river that you looked at the surface, you think it's okay. You only step into it and you're able to determine how swift the under is. And you see, the more you grow in marriage, the more you get to understand the curves and the bends of relationship. That is why I have a simple mantra which I'm going to give you again which is very, very controversial. Anywhere I make that statement concerning marriage, people look at my face and say, what are you saying? I always say that if you really consider relationship or marriage, then you should be a dead person. You can never be alive to marry. Write it down. You can never be alive to marry. In fact, whatever I'm going to share with you on my marriage journey will be on my, in my book. So, you can never be alive to marry. Living people don't marry. Madam and Mister. If you are ready to go on that journey, then get ready to die first. Living people 
don't marry. Who are living people? Living people are people who are alive to their feelings and desires. They are alive to their will and wishes. They are alive to their needs. They are alive to what they like and what they don't like. Are you understanding me? When you are not married and you are alone, you have your own desires. You have what you want to do. You have where you want to go. Isn't it? If you want today, you decide to go to any cinema, whatever it is. You are not bound by anybody. You can go there. Isn't it? You are, you are free to wear what you want to wear. It's the only people you can consider is the public. What the public is going to see about what you are wearing. But if you don't consider what the public is saying about what you are wearing, you are free to wear anything at all. Hello? You are free to go and sit among friends and you can waste whatever time. The only problem is you. If you want to stay till 12 midnight and you can still find your way home. You are an adult. I mean, you don't care. You don't owe anybody an explanation and excuse if you are not living with your parents anyway. Hello? You can choose whatever you want to eat. Be wherever you want to be. If you can slot in a song in your tape and dance in the house and sweat, whatever kind of dance you want to dance, you can do it. In fact, you can choose who you want to talk to and who you don't want to talk to. If you're there, you feel like you don't want to talk, you can be in the house, shut yourself up and you will not talk to anybody. Are you understanding me? Because that is you. You feel to eat what you want to eat at any time. If you don't want to bath, for two days or three days. Of course, you sleep on your own bed. Who do you care? You can choose to throw your shirt, trousers, undies, whatever, anywhere. And you are cool. Provided you enter the room and you can get a space where to sleep, you sleep there. You can choose to sleep in the couch or sleep on the bed or sleep in the kitchen or sleep anywhere. And it is for you. Look, if you don't eat and you decided to stay without eating... Who cares? That is how free you are. So you are alive to everything. If somebody does something, you can choose to forgive the person or not choose to forgive the person. You can stop and say, look, take away, go away wherever you are. I am myself. I don't need you. And that is how free you are. And that is how people who are alive behave. You are alive to everything. Nobody controls you. Nobody can suggests you nobody can interfere with what you do where you go what you do there who is your friend and everything but immediately you will get engaged with somebody there is a word called responsibility write it down there is a word called responsibility and accounta Ability. There are two words. Very big words. <laughs> two major words sets in responsibility and accountability. I'm a very practical teacher when it comes to relationships. So you will not see me quoting scriptures because religion sometimes can mess us up at the expense of the reality. We try to play around it with God, 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 but people are dying. Amen. So me, when you come to my marriage sections of counselors, you, sh- you should be ready to hear the raw truth. Because God is a God of perfection. And he speaks, if you listen to God, you realize that God is very practical. That is why he can create the heavens. But he realized that there's an F. 
So he created the earth as well. And he realized that angels cannot live here, but men should live on earth. So you are not marrying an angel, you marry a human being. Hello? Are you understanding me? So these two words says in which is responsibility and accountability. Every responsible person does things with somebody in mind. Are you getting what I'm saying? Anything a responsible person is doing is asking himself, what if? What if? The what if is what reminds a responsible person. So that responsible person is more committed to his actions and is ready to either defend his actions or explain his actions and is accountable for whatever he does. Then you say that person is responsible. Accountability means that you have allowing yourself to be assessed and to be judged. Hello? And to report back to somebody. Now here you are, you are free in yourself and you do everything. You want to go anywhere you want to go. Now you get engaged with relationship and any step you take, the person asks you, where are you going? Who is on the line with you? Nobody asks you that. Am I right? Mr. Man, Madam, Woman. Because in your, in your free world, you chat with who you want to chat with. Now somebody comes and tells you, I don't like you chatting with this person. What do you mean? <laughs> She's my friend. Hello, if you don't get it. I don't like that friend. If you love me, then let that friend go. <laughs> How do you handle it? Is it easy? So instantly somebody begins to invade what we call your space or your privacy. Write it down. Your space or your privacy. They are sick walking around there. But they will pretend they are okay. They will not come and listen to this. If I tell you the kind of problems are solved there. They will think, oh, let the young ones come and listen. They, they, they don't have. No, I go and look at their homes. Mm, frying pan, all those things are flying. <laughs> Sometimes it's funny when you are sick and you are too also dignified. Mm. So instantly, the person now enters into your space. Because your space is what makes you everybody your space is what makes you that is why when i'm coming to your home i have to let you know are you there with me and when i enter into your room where you give me to sit that is where i need to sit that is your space you have given me if you get up and enter into the bedroom before you know i've entered into the bedroom i've violated the space you have every right to do anything against me are you getting what i'm saying so your space is crucial to your existence and any living thing that God created, if you enter into that person, that thing's space, the thing can rise up against you. That is why when you enter into the forest, in the, where lions are, and you enter into their region or their territory, they can devour you. When you decide to put your hand into the hole of a snake, he will bite you. Because they are, everybody is stronger in his space. Am I, am I talking to you? So anytime you enter into the space of that thing, you, you, you destabilize the place. But relationship is the only thing that can enter into your space 
where you, you, you open up your space without thinking and which a lot of people doesn't know because it is subtle. When you are opening that door of your space, you don't know you have opened it and the person is there. That is why when they leave you or something happens, your heart bleeds. Because it is in your space that you guide your heart. Proverbs says that guide your heart because out of it comes the issues of life. So there is a door to your heart that you need to lock with key. And that one belongs, the key is in your pocket. But in relationship, you trade the key. You give out that key. You don't care where the key is again. So that door is open now. And one can walk in that area like uh, the spy who loved me. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it spring the issues of life. Proverbs 4.23 He said you should keep what? Your heart with all what? Diligence. Because out of it comes all the issues of what? Life. So this is where the seriousness or the challenge takes place. The person enters into your space and now he begins to dictate for you in your space. Can you handle it? Hello? I made a statement and I'm explaining the statement. Before you tell me, Pastor, what do you mean? Can you handle it? You are alive. He now tells you. Where do you say you are going? Uh, I want to go to the cinema today. I don't think you can go to the cinema Let's sit at home and watch television. <laughs> Hello? Today, I don't feel like doing it. He said, well, me, this is what I feel like. Can we? And he said, no, 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 I'm not ready for it. He said, but me, I'm ready for it. So what do you do? Hello? Amos chapter 3, verse 3 says, can two walk together except they agree in other words if you if you think of relationships that can two work together unless they agreed in other words in relationship it will take the two of you to tango are you following me so there is there is what you can term as interrelated you are interrelated you flow into each other are you getting me so if you flow into each other then you need to be able to agree in order to flow into each other if you don't agree you can't flow into each other kerosene and water doesn't miss simple chemistry will tell you so if you are kerosene and the man is water it means that you are keeping your your properties and once you keep your properties by chemistry definition, it means that you cannot be together. But until you are able to trade your properties, then you can become a solution. So salt and water can mix. And you can separate them by process of evaporation. Am I right? Maybe I don't want to take you. Some, are there some science students here? <laughs> yeah, I study everything. So. so, in other words, if you are alive, and you are not dead to yourself and you step into this relationship, you have a problem. That is why in relationship there is a word called compromise. An adjustment. <laughs> compromise and adjustment. Hello. How many of you love yourself? Give me a wave. 
You oh, don't feel shy. Give it away. You love yourself. Okay. When you think of marriage, then think of dying to that self. I don't know how to pound fufu. You will learn. Because a guy will eat fufu. In fact, they will use your utensils to cook for that thing. So that thing that you say you don't eat, you will smell it in the house. If you like, close your nose. I'm giving you simple, basic, practical where all problems emanate from. All problems of marriages, all problems of relationship stems from the fact that you have your space and somebody has invaded your space. And you have not realized that the person that has invaded your space, for you to be able to accommodate that person in your space, you need to die to yourself to receive the person and know that now you don't have freedom any longer. In fact, anytime you think of marriage, you sold your freedom. Write it down. You sold your freedom. Because immediately God created love. One of the created things, that is why when he was creating Eve out of Adam, he made Adam sleep. That word sleep there is death. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept. Do you see the word there? The word is what? Deep. Say deep. Say deep. Now that deep sleep is not sleep that you sleep and you, you know there are certain sleep you sleep very deep. Somebody enters your room you don't feel anything and all those things. That is a living sleep. Are you getting my point? But this deep sleep can be equated to something like if you are sedated, even let me put it that way, okay? Um, there is something that happens when they are going to perform surgery on you. This time you have other forms of surgery where they can use epidural or whatever things where they can just inject your parts where they want to cut and the place get numbed and then they can cut through. Okay? But previously what they have to do is that they put people into semi-coma states. So the person on the operation desk is as dead as a dead body. So anything they will cut, they will do whatever and everything. The person doesn't feel it. In fact, his eyes or her eyes are closed. Now, your eyes can be on. You can see the doctors doing whatever they have to do. Um, but the issue is that you don't even feel any pain. So you don't even interfere with it. But previously, you have to die. And some people, even after that, they don't come back again. And they have to use oxygen on them. So that is why those days, uh, surgery is a very serious thing. But now surgery is fun. So even women are going to deliver and they say, no, I don't want to push. I want you to cut me. <laughs> and, and all kinds of things. They even want to deliver and have uh, water delivery and all those things. Be in the bath and hey, Emma. <laughs> Science has made it easy. First, when you talk of, now even when you come to fibroid operation, now they don't even cut you again. They have a way by doing it. They can just insert something and it melts, pulls everything out. Cut a little part of yours. Don't be put the thing there, pull everything out and you are free. They don't even go to bisect you or cut you. Science is, is improving. Thank God for his wisdom. So they put you to sleep. You die. Say death. Now, have you ever seen somebody dead that is alive to his feelings before? dead person and you go around it and say look at your face <laughs> you 
when you have life, you did this, you saw the person. Have you seen them responding before? You slap them, do they slap you back? This is what happened to Adam. When God want to init- wanted to initiate the first relationship, he killed man. To his ego, his pride, his environment, his sensitivity, his likes, his dislikes, his pain, his joy, his everything died. Then he entered into man and pulled woman out of man and brought the woman by the man. When the man woke up, the man says, now this is the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. She shall be called what? Woman. Because she's a product of my womb. So the first delivery, if you want to talk of children, the first delivery, the one who gave verse first was a man. We gave birth to you, women. Women, woman was produced at, as a result of the death of the man. So God says that man should dwell with a woman as a weaker vessel. <laughs> Men, are you there? So it becomes a challenge in relationship to balance the equation. So anytime you are alive, if I hit you and you feel it, are you following my point? Then you can marry. Say sacrifice. Say sacrifice. So here Adam sacrificed. The reason why all over the world, marriage or relationship or romance is falling apart is that Everybody is alive to himself or to herself. Period. You can't tell me what you want me to do, yet I'm in a relationship with you. I can't tell you what you need to do, yet we are in a relationship. But we forget that the foundation of relationship emanated from death. Why didn't God make Adam alive and took Eve out? That is why when Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden, you know Eve first ate the fruit. It wasn't Adam. Adam only came to meet it. Adam could have said, well, thank you, Eve. So it is you who brought it to yourself, so go. And I believe strongly God would have still given Adam a woman. Or you don't agree with me? Oh, come on. He will. But Adam understood the principle that in relationship, you are not whole. You are half. <laughs> Without your partner, you are not whole. So Eve is part of him. So if Eve leaves, part of he, Adam, is gone. So the only way he can keep his part alive is for him to eat the fruit and become one with Eve. So that they can suffer the same punishment and consequences to be together. But as long as if he's alive with him, he's alive. That is where the issue of divorce becomes critical. In relationship, anybody that comes into you by virtue of sex becomes one with you. When that person lives your life, he lives with part of you. Unknowingly. So when we talk of not having sex, not having sex, it's not because nobody going to have, but spiritually is what it means. He goes with parts 
of you. There is a part of you that is in him. There's a part of you that is in him, in her. So that is how it is. And anytime you move on to marry somebody, even you are still sharing some part of somebody. Hello. So if you watch it, we have a lot of SS baggages. <laughs> Somebody say mercy. So you see how merciful God is. <laughs> you think, oh, you are, no, 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 you have packs. If God will show you the true picture of your size, you are this, but you are bigger than this. <laughs> so take note of this thing I'm sharing with you. It's very funny but it's critical your space tell somebody your space tell the person your space so the issues of marriage couples fighting or people in relationship fighting and misunderstanding each other when you sit them down and you ask it's simply based down on their space simple there is nothing beyond it when one was alone can you fight yourself can you look in the mirror and say, you, you this girl, you this girl, slap you. They will come and carry you to somewhere. <laughs> or you the guy, you are slapping yourself and say, you, sit up, sit up, sit up. Something is happening. <laughs> Hello. So, you can't do it yourself. In relationship, you have to realize that you are in somebody's space. And once somebody invades your space, there will be a friction. Write it down. There will be friction. There will be friction. That is why sickness is there. You and I, our bodies are healthy until the foreign materials entered into our body. Whenever the foreign material enters into our body, there is what you call the antibodies. The antibodies begin to fight it. In the fight of the antibodies against the virus that has entered, it ensues into sickness. So you start having cold or having feverish or having whatever it is. You say you are sick. It simply means that something has entered your body which is not supposed to be in your body. It has invaded your space. Anything that invades your space, that is why they tell you when they give you medication, you should be able to take all the course and finish it. If you don't finish the course, the virus of attack gets immune to the medication. So they get used to your space or your environment and they stay there. They have become part of you. Unless you look for a longer, stronger one, to, to bring it to deal with it. That is why malaria cause keeps on changing because every day or every time the anti-malaria drugs, the virus or the germs is getting used to them. In the same way, you see people in relationship to a certain point where they now don't disagree and they don't fight. Even when they fight, instantly they let go. When you ask one question without the other being there, and you speak with this one and you pass behind the other and go and ask the person, the answer this one gives you is the same thing this one will give you. When one is somewhere and the other is not there and something is happening, he will instantly feel it. We call it telepathy. He will just feel it that no, this thing is not going on right. Why? Because they are now used to themselves in their space. To the extent that now the man and the woman have dissolved into one another. So you find them doing things together and you'll be surprised the way they do it. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? Though they have their differences and their uniqueness, as I go with you, look at it. They have their differences and their uniqueness, but because of their 
ability to adjust and to surrender to a lot of things in their space, they have become so used that they don't even care about what goes on again. When one is corrected, the other knows that my guy is correcting me because he wants me well, not because he wants to trample on my freedom. Are you there with me? When the lady is trying to advise the man, the man doesn't get angry to think that a woman is trying to dictate for me because I'm a man. He shouldn't dictate for me. The man sees it as a compliment of the love for him to change. So, the man will listen better and the woman will listen better in that atmosphere because they now see that, look, we are for each other and anything that happens to A happens to me. So, now it becomes a relationship between the teeth and the tongue that we are team players for the same cause because without our agreement, saliva will not be produced for mastication according to biology to take place for us to have the food digested into its various parts for nutrients and for energy and for whatever it is. So we need to agree in the tank. But our characteristics or our temperaments are not the same. But for the quest of the assignment we have, we agree. Are you getting what I'm saying? But if we don't get to that level, then every time we'll bite each other and blood will be coming. And who will lose? You can't eat. Because if your tongue is sore, where can the teeth be to say it's chewing the food? Can you enjoy your food? No. Or when the teeth has a problem, where is the tongue to say, I'm going to turn the food around? Because the midnight hour, you are screaming. Anything that enters in there is paining you. So there is this relationship between the teeth and the tongue which becomes more of people trying to manage their space. Say manage your space. Say manage your space. So in every relationship for it to triumph, be it boyfriend, girlfriend, marriage, whatever, the only way you can make it work is that you are not your unique self. Somebody is in your space. So be responsible and be accountable. And be adjustable. If you are sitting on one chair, you need to adjust to sit halfway, for me to sit halfway, so that we can all be contained on that one chair. Do you get what I'm saying? But if you forget yourself and push because you think you have better backs, so you need more space to sit down, and a lot of people are falling on the way because they are sitting at the edge of the chair when one has taken over the whole chair. Are you following what I'm sharing with you? So, the whole problem of marriages and relationships is not only by fasting and prayer. Don't let us deceive ourselves. It is a simple understanding that we don't have. We don't have the understanding that we are once upon a time we are ourselves. Once upon a time we have our space. Once upon a time we are free to do whatever we need to do. Then somebody entered into that space. And now the person is also coming with his baggage. And we need to contain the person. How do we agree? Our trainings and upbringings are not the same. Our cultural perceptions are not the same. Our family backgrounds are not the same. Things that happen to all of us are not the same. But right now we are coming together. So Bible says that marriage or relationship is a mystery. It's something you cannot understand. And I tell people, the next analogy I gave is that it's just like the organ where you are taking the black key and taking the white key. The tune of the black key is totally different. There is no way any musician can tell me that the tune of the black key is the same as the white key. 
Reverend Yossi, is it, is it the same? It's never the same. The white key produces a different tune altogether. And the black key produces a different tune altogether. Now, when you put this organ there and you don't know how to play it, you have a problem. Because if you place the black key, it will still give you some tune all right. If you place the white, it will still give you some tune all right. But for you to have what you call a melodious tune or for you to have a balanced tune or for it to blend well, you need to skillfully be able to combine both the black and the white. Am I right? Now, but don't forget that in the color sense even, one is white and one is black. Are they the same? Is it the same color? No. Characteristics wise, they don't agree. On their own level, they are enemies. That is why they differentiated them with the what? The color. Tune wise, they are dispersed with each other. But here they are. They needed to entertain what? The congregation. Or they needed to entertain or the people, the audience. How do we do it? We need to come together to do what? To produce it. So the one that sits behind them becomes the master to put them together, not to fight, but in the midst of their challenges, they produce. So I always say that every relationship is produced out of chaos. Write it down. Every relationship is produced out of chaos. When I listen to relationship experts or I listen to people on TV and radio talking of cancer or these funny soap opera relationship topics, I look at them and I laugh. Because they make it feel like relationship is a paradise. You step into it and nothing happens to you again. It's a lie. Can you hear me? It's a lie. If you are not ready to mortgage your heart, don't go into relationship. is quiet. You think it's about rose flower on Valentine's Day. Charlie, it is real that you can think of. Whether you gave your all or you didn't give your all, some way, somehow, you will pull into it. Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC East Legon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Audu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email us to icgceastlegon at yahoo.com or call us on 57 2260437 and 057-2260435. You can also worship with us on Sundays, first service, 7 a.m., second service, 10 a.m., on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. for our teaching service, and Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. for prayer service. You can also connect with us on YouTube, Facebook, and Skype. God richly bless you.